Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hoaxes and other fake news stories. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria. Guarding against misinformation. Fake news. And it doesn't seem to be making a difference. Using common sense thinking with New York Street Smarts. Now, with Dr. Maria, here's Rudy Giuliani. Yep, this is Santa Claus. I just got myself back from all my deliveries. Made it within seconds. They were very, very nice to me here at WABC. They all helped me put my newer uniform on because the other one, you don't want to see me in it. It is dirty, rotty, in terrible shape. But we had a great time going all over the world given all the good children, and I had no, absolutely no, absolutely no uh, difficulties with uh, coal or anything like that. So, yes, of course, this is, this is Christmas, and I got dressed up for the first time this year. I, I got dressed up for the first time this year in a long, long time as Santa Claus for my granddaughter, Grace. It was her first real, real Christmas. Uh, last year, she was born right before Christmas, but of course, she couldn't enjoy it. This year, man, she was a little frightened. First two Santa Clauses uh, she saw, she was frightened of. But uh, she started off, she never cried. She started off a little frightened of me, but then she sat on my lap, and <laughs> I'm afraid if I do it again, she's going to say, pop, pop. She's very smart. Well, of course, we all think our grandchildren are very, very smart, right? But she is. She's adorable. Isn't that what Christmas is all about? Isn't that what Christmas is all about? Well, of course, I'm usually on with my partner. I feel I feel nervous without Dr. Maria here. I mean, she she generally um, has most of the difficult stuff to do, you know, the scientific stuff, and um, because she's a genius. But she's with her family today, enjoying Christmas, and. Um, since I'm here in New York, it's a lot easier for me to do it. And, of course, I, I come back to New York after I make all my deliveries. So it was just a stop on the way home, and then I'll sleep the rest of the afternoon. Um, I, was, I was gathering all the presents and watching the Giant game uh, yesterday. Very disappointed. I'm not going to say, say anything about it. I will say nothing about it. Uh, I, will, I will, however, uh, make a few comments about uh, Christmas and about religion, and um, there's an article in the Post, I think it is today or yesterday, about the return or the controversy over the Latin Mass in the in, in the Catholic Church. So I grew up. I don't understand the controversy. I grew up with the Latin Mass, you know, re- responding to the uh, to the to, to, to the priest in Choibal's Hare Day, a day called given to the Mayum. Uh, last night, a, a good many of the uh, prayers were done in Latin by Cardinal Dolan. We did the Gloria in Latin. I know that. We did the Paternoster, Quies in Chedas, Sanctificeta, Nomenum Tuum, Advenia Regnum Tuum. I could do the Our Father. Um, and I took five years of Latin. So for me, it's interesting and fun and beautiful. Uh, the Pope, the present Pope, who I'm not going to criticize on Christmas because I feel like 
some kind of lightning and hit me or other if I did. But I don't know what he's got against Latin mass. I, I, I don't know what he has against America, but or why he likes those communist countries since communism hates Christianity and even our blessed mother, uh, you know, appeared at Fatima, uh, appeared at Fatima in order to um, in order to uh, uh, warn us about the dangers and the evil of communism. So I don't know. Don't know what what it is. But he, the Latin mass is said um, numerous places around New York, I think eight or so. If Allison is is listening in, as she often does, uh, she can call in and give us a little uh, little background on where you can hear the Latin mass. But I would go one or two times and, and see. You know, it's a matter of, yes, you have it in English and you can understand what the priest is saying. Or you have it in your book uh, and you read the prayers in the book. So I go to opera a lot, so I read librettos. Sometimes I read them before the opera, so I know them. It helps helps you learn foreign languages, and, and there's nothing better than Latin for really getting a grasp of English grammar. So I'm in favor of the Latin Mass as an alternative, not as the only way to do it. Most of the time it should be in the vernacular. But then to show the universality of the church, to show what the word Catholic means. I don't know if you all know what the word Catholic means. Catholicum. It means universal. It's the universal church. Uh, often often uh, said when I was young by uh, the nuns, you know, every hour of the day, starting at, you know, at midnight somewhere, <laughs> mass is being said in the same language, with the same liturgy, with the same gospel, with the same lesson with the same Old Testament reading, and of course with the same consecration of our Lord Jesus Christ. So happy uh, Christmas, Merry Christmas. Remember what it is today. It's the birth of the Savior, God. Uh, For those of you who don't believe that, then out of respect for those who do, it it would be wonderful if you recognized it was the birth of a great man who taught only good things. Do not blame what his followers have done in destroying the message at times because he never asked him to do that, nor did most religious leaders. In fact, I don't think any – well, no. But we're not going to get into that. It would be too controversial. But he certainly was a religious leader that if you followed his lessons, Catholic, Jewish, uh, any other religion or no religion, you'd lead a very, very good life. So um, everybody has favorite movies. Yesterday, uh, before before uh, we went to midnight mass and and enjoy and enjoy you know and enjoyed Christmas and gifts and all. Uh, my son Andrew and my daughter uh, uh, Z, daughter-in-law, but my daughter Z, we listened to as we usually do, sometimes alone, sometimes separate. No matter where we are, it's a wonderful life. And I don't know, I've seen the movie 150 times, and I still love it, Jimmy Stewart, and that scene where he falls in love with his wife and when he's going to jump off the cliff. And I found out for the first time today, I thought I knew everything about it, that it comes from a short story by Philip Van Doren Stern called The Greatest Gift. So I just got it on my Kindle, and I was only able to read the first three, four pages 
And the character's name is George Pratt, not George Bailey. And it starts at the bridge. The bridge is sort of the central scene in the movie, right? That's when he's questioning whether he should be alive. He's told because of his insurance policies that that the the, the terrible terrible um, monster tells him that he you know the banker tells him that he's um, worth more dead than alive, and that gets into his head, and he goes to the bridge in town in Bedford Falls, and he considers you know killing himself, and all of a sudden to save him an angel jumps in. Clarence, and as he did with his brother, whose life he saved earlier uh, when he was a child, he jumps in and saves him, and then the angel shows him what life would be like without him. And it, all of a sudden, George realizes that life is worth living and that he's made tremendous contributions that he never recognized, and it's not, not worth taking your life. It never is worth taking your life. I've had the occasion probably two of the most tense in my life of uh, talking people out of suicide. In both cases, ser- ser- serious situations. And um, I was fortunate. Just did what I thought would work, which is to get them to be, to get relevant, to get, um, to get out of the immediate mood, you know, to get out of the immediate mood. So here, here so here at Christmas time, this can, this, this can happen. Well, we have we have Doctor we have Doctor Maria on the line from uh, I've, she may have gotten stuck up in the north when I was passing the North Pole and coming down through New Hampshire, I did notice I couldn't see anything. There was so much snow. Doctor Maria, <laughs> Merry Christmas! I don't know whether to say Rudolph or Santa Claus. Well, Rudolph, Rudolph, in- Rudolph! I was going to bring Rudolph on, but he he got very testy. Oh really? I worked. So I worked him. I worked him too hard. A couple of the other reindeer had colds, so we were a little short-handed tonight. Today, so Rudolph had to do a little extra work. And you know, he's usually pretty. Uh, he got a little grumpy. That guy. <laughs> well, Santa, thank you for everything you do, making every child in the world smile. You were talking about George Bailey and. What would happen his life without George Bailey and all the people affected? Can you imagine life without Santa? Mm. It would be terrible. No, I, I don't even want to think about that. Without well, Santa? It's bitter cold here in New Hampshire. I, we don't typically see this type of cold weather till January or February, but it's bitter. It's like 15 degrees in the southern part of the state, in the northern part. 15 below or, or above? No, no, 15 above. Okay, we're but, not. We're, last night when I went out to midnight mass, Andrew told me it was 14 degrees. Oh. Uh, and. Uh, Zeev required me to wear an overcoat, which I hate to do. But then, uh, don't tell anybody, but the New York City Police Department allowed us to park right next to the church. Shh. Don't tell well, anybody. Don't tell anybody. You know because Santa, well, Santa has to get out early to deliver presents. Yeah. So, so I, left, I, left it in, I left it in the car. So I did, it, I did do it without a jacket. And it was about 12 when we got out. It gets so hot, like in church or when you're shopping. It's cold to be outside in the winter, but then when you go in these indoor places, you boil. But how was Mass last night? Well, Mass was beautiful, and Cardinal Dolan. Yeah. Cardinal Dolan. Cardinal Dolan has a, a gift of brevity that is very, very powerful. Uh, I mean, I, uh, Cardinal O'Connor, of course, I was, I was, I was, he was a very, very close personal friend, 
And uh, I, if I get too much of talking about him, I, I could start crying. But um, uh, he did give long sermons. They were good, but they were long. And Cardinal Legan yeah. gave pretty long ser- sermons. But Cardinal yeah. Dolan gets right to the point. He, he, he Basically, his sermon was, we have a God that doesn't give up. Yeah. And no matter what you do and no matter how sinful you are and no matter how much you try to avoid him, he's going to come and get you. And that's oh, why he's and, that, and that's why he sent his son, because you can't resist a baby. Who can resist a baby? Yeah. And I mean, yeah, it was really absolutely. it was really a beautiful sermon and uh, could reach everybody. I mean, he I was I was sitting in front of Rabbi Potasnik, who's on WABC. Everybody knows Rabbi Potasnik. He was the head of the, he was the chief rabbi for a long time when I was the mayor. I had the honor of appointing him as a one of one of the um, one of one of the major uh, 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 spiritual leaders at the fire department. So he was there during nine eleven and oh. did wonderful things. You know, most of the firefighters are are they just happens to be that they ha- they're uh, Irish and Italian, but boy, they relate to him like he like he, he's, he's so much fun. He, and, he's funny as all get out. Yeah, and he's uh, funny, relevant. You know, funny, funny. Yeah, yeah. Funny, wise. Well, we're gonna we're gonna take a short break. When I get back, we uh, I hate to do it on Christmas, but I gotta complain about the pay pay hike. I got I gotta complain about the pay hike. Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. And other fake news stories. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria. Guarding against misinformation. Fake news. And it doesn't seem to be making a difference. Using common sense thinking with New York Street Smarts. Now, with Dr. Maria, here's Rudy Giuliani. Oh! Oh, let's listen to this. This is too pretty not to listen to. I'll be home. For Christmas, you can plan on me. Has there ever been a better voice of this kind than that, than Bing Crosby? I mean, that, that voice is, uh, they, 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 they were called, they're baritones, they're, bar, they're baritones, but um, they're really crooners, whatever that means. There's Frank Sinatra, Perry Como, many, many singers like that. And, of course, he did, he did unbelievably iconic movies. Uh, White Christmas being one of them with about, uh, about a general from the Second World War. Uh, he did uh, Holiday Inn. He did the road movies. I think he won an Academy Award also. We're playing an, uh, an alcoholic. Hmm. Well, in any event, a great a great actor. So, uh, is Dr. Maria still with us? I am still here. So, Mayor okay, Drew. okay, uh, Dr. Uh, Maria. First, let's point out that this uncovering the truth is brought to you by Tunnel to Towers t two t dot org dot org. Make your eleven dollar a month contribution now if you haven't done it. If you have done it since it's Christmas Day. Throw in a few extra bucks just for the heck of it. This is good if you do that. You know, you've seen this organization from its inception, right? It it started out of a tragedy, and you've seen it grow and grow, and they've expanded who they help 
And it's so to be around people like Frank Siller, it's just so beautiful to take that burden, especially when they a widow, they tell a widow, we're going to take care of your mortgage. Like a stress of paying that mortgage is just taken off their shoulders. And it's just, he does such great work. And you've always been there for that organization. Oh, you have and to you be. always promote it and you always donate. You always have to be there. I remember Christmas 20, I can't remember the exact date, Maria, but um, when we started the idea of paying for the mortgages, I was with Detective Lou's father, Detective Wu, who had just been assassinated. The young uh, Chinese-American, his father was from China, spoke very little English. He was assassinated, shot in the back by somebody who came here from Baltimore just to kill a New York City police officer. Because wow. because of Ramos too, right? Well, yeah, with Ramos and Lou, I should have said that. Ramos, yeah. Ramos was his partner. They were shot together. But I, I had already visited. Uh, um, they were both officers, and then they were promoted to lieutenant. I went to visit Lieutenant Ramos first, and then I went to Lieutenant Lou's house, and they invited me to have lunch, some kind of a traditional Chinese lunch that they have after a death. And I sat, I sat with 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 the father. And the father was talking to me in Chinese. I didn't understand it. And it was translated. He was very worried because he had come to China with nothing. His son was his sole support for every, for everybody, including, you know, the wife. and Yeah, the extended family. Yeah, and he said they, they, weren't going to be yeah. Able to, they weren't going to be able to pay the mortgage. So I was there with John uh, uh, Huvain, who was president of my security company. And I just said, John, let's call Frank. And I called Frank. I said, Frank. You think you could raise the money for this mortgage? Now, you know, somebody else would say, we got to look at it. The charity's got to get the board together. We got to go get a report. We got to go. Da, da, da. He said, yeah, yeah. He said, damn right we can. Where, where is he? I'll be, I'll, be, I'll be right over. How much is it? I said, I don't know, 700000 whatever it was. He said, yeah, well, I'll tell you what. What do you say we both get together and we get it by tomorrow? I said, okay. He said, I, got, I have some calls for you to make. I'll make some calls. And we'll get it done. I've seen him talk so, somebody who was willing to donate five hundred thousand to donating three million. So, I mean, he's so he's, unbeknownst to you, you started a movement. Oh, I, I mean, I I, I I am very proud of the role that I played. But this is yeah, Frank. You be. This is but this is ninety nine percent Frank and his family. Uh, if we want to share credit here, it should go to his brothers, sister, yes, and the yes. family. They are. One hundred percent. God bless him. Yeah. And there are there are people, you know, with no arms, no legs, who bless them every day because yeah. they have homes. Yeah. So get your eleven bucks in. Come on. <laughs> now, now, uh, uh, Governor Hochul, Hochul, who Hochul, I questioned, Hochul. I questioned her uh, integrity and her strength uh, to be governor. She got two issues coming up. One is this uh, pay raise. Thirty-two grand for a bunch of lazy bums who hardly ever – I mean, they work less than, you know, the Communist United Teachers Union. Uh, and um, pretty much like this bill that Congress passed. you think they read anything? No. I mean, they actually even admit now in Congress they don't read it. Yeah. So, so they want 32 grand more. That's not even telling you the little extras they get for – Parking, going home, 
uh, if if the majority leader or the speaker likes you, you get a couple extra staff. You get a little extra money for that staff, not just for them, but for you. Oh, gosh, we've even had situations where I, I can't imagine any of the current ones would do this. But that some of them actually would take bribes. I can't imagine, you know, in the cesspool of Albany, any of them take bribes. But there are some very, very irreverent people who say that they basically are paid a salary and commissions. So commissions? you're not getting like you're not a... getting the commissions thing because you come from New Hampshire and not yeah. from the dirty streets of New York. The commi- yeah. commissions are the, are the bribes, the kickbacks from the. the ki- what, I gotta what, tell what you... the audience: our legislators in New Hampshire make a hundred dollars a year. Yeah, well, our our, our legislators, I'm, the salary are truly, truly public servants. You look at somebody like Shelley Silver; the salary was like uh, chump change. Um, no, the reality is we got one hell of a crooked Albany. Mm. You could do a tremendous study of you take ten Democratic capitals. Figure out which is the most crooked, or ten Democratic people cities and figure out which is the most crooked. It. People keep voting for it. Yeah, they're brainwashed. Yeah, they are. They're brainwashed. So now, now she gets a chance to appoint Judge LaSalle. Now I don't know Judge LaSalle. I just started reading about him yesterday, and I'm not even sure. I, I wouldn't pick Judge LaSalle. He'd be too liberal for me. But for, for them, he's too conservative because he was a prosecutor. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what, I mean, if you weren't a prosecutor, honestly, you have a very hard time understanding a trial court, uh, particularly criminal cases. If you've only been a defense lawyer, it's a, it's, a, it's a limited experience being just a defense lawyer. I've done both. I've tried more cases as a prosecutor. I've handled about an equal number of cases as a prosecutor and a defense lawyer because defense lawyers don't go to trial as much. But So I've done both. So when I give you my perspective on the criminal justice system, although I would have to say I lean to being a prosecutor because that's where that's where I think the protection of the public takes place, I have very strong appreciation of the rights of people that are charged. Well, this man is being accused of being too conservative just because he was a prosecutor. They don't point to any decision of his. They say he's anti-abortion. There's no record of his being anti-abortion. And and some of the left wing wacko communists uh, are are opposing him, like Senator Rachel May from Syracuse, and that guy Janaris, who's like uh, the leader of the socialist and communists. They're opposing him. So oh. so now we got to see. She she could I mean she could become a governor with two things: veto the thirty two thousand dollar raise and say I'll reconsider it next year if you actually work this year. Yeah, I'm going to. How about we do merit bay pay? <laughs> Tell you what, you guys work this year. We actually pass bills and stuff like that on time so it can be read under regular order so they can get analyzed. I'll give you a raise. And number two, look, I get to appoint the judges, not you. Nobody elected you, governor. So you take my you take my person and you don't take my person. I'm in your district, pal. I'm in oh. I'm in my I'm in your district. I'm taking out. I'll take you out. Because this is about life and death. I'll go there and tell people to vote against you. I'll go there as the governor and say, you're the reason for the heavy crime because you're appointing judges who put criminals right back out on the street and rape people. When would this tremendous pay hike go into effect? Because they're going to vote for yeah, it. Uh, the next, I'm pretty sure there's a provision in the state law that says you can't vote yourself a raise. 
So this, con- this, this legislature is doing it for the next one. So it would be January 2nd, January 1st. Yeah. And so the, so the, the ones who got reelected, it, right? the ones who got yeah. reelected and the new ones will get the benefit of it. Yeah. Yeah. So now we're going to take another short break. And when we come back, we'll get to your phone calls and get an explanation of the Latin mass, among other things. With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYPD. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria. Guarding against misinformation. Fake news. And it doesn't seem to be making a difference. Now, with Dr. Maria, here's Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani, but uh, uh, Rudy Giuliani is kind of slowly coming back to being Rudy Giuliani. This one here now is, this one here is the one I had to live through in, in, um, in kindergarten, I'd come into class and they would sing this. Yeah, listen to this. Listen to this. Yeah, this is when I would go push Johnny for singing it. And then a little fight would start. Then a big fight would start. Until the nun called my mother in and said, we got to do something on this. Rudolph doesn't like it when they start singing it and he thinks they're making fun of him. Joining any reindeer game. So I was there. I said, well, listen to the, listen to the words, sister. Christmas See? Yeah, my mother was very smart. But listen to the end. Listen to the end, Rudolph. Listen to the end. Then how the reindeer loved him as they shouted out with glee. Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer. Here's the point right here. You go down in history. Okay, that got me. She told me that. I said, okay, not bad. And then how the reindeer loved him and da 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 She said, sometimes things start bad and they turn out good. So this is a, so from then on, I was okay with it. There's a little piece of history. I don't know what it's worth, but there's a little piece of history. So I did ask uh, Allison to call, and thank goodness she was listening. Dr. Maria, are you still with us? Oh. Well, I'm surprised. So, Allison, uh, Allison, my expert on the Latin Mass. Actually, I've got a better expert here standing next to me, which is my father. Well, please. And I have to say, we, we just came from Latin Mass. Isn't so, that nice? I, I feel gypped because you and my dad and your peers, um, you really got to grow up with the real Catholicism that I'm still just learning after only having attended Latin Mass for a couple of years. But um, I'm going to put my dad on instead. Sure, sure. So tell Merry us. Merry Christmas. Thank you, thank you. Uh, tell us, tell us what it is. I mean, it's it's the same mass, it's the same mystery, it's the same religious uh, effect and service. But what is it about the Latin mass that attracts you so much as it does me? Well, there's a sacredness to it. Uh, the the modern translation, the the Novus Ordo Mass 
is uh, sort of winging it. Um, I mean, the priest is up there telling jokes, <laughs> and uh, you know they're applauding, and um, they're they're doing things that are that don't really fit with with at least my idea of what the mass should be. Right. Um, and one of the things, uh, the most annoying things about the the new way of doing it, uh, is the the priest faces the congregation correct rather than the priest and the congregation facing the altar and i think this this makes a big difference in the perception of the the ceremony the priest becomes a performer he becomes the center of attention and not interesting you know because i mean they did they did it they did it i i imagine i I can't remember back exactly to the vatican council but they did it because they thought it would engage the public more if the if the priest faced them and spoke yeah. to them in their in their language, but of course, you know, I never had a problem understanding the mass. You just, first of all, a lot of kids in those days knew Latin, particularly if they yeah. went to Catholic school. So, you, which was really good because it helped you with languages completely. But second, all you have to do is follow along in the missal. You do it ten times and you memorize it. Yeah, and you know, if you if you uh, if you're fortunate enough to have the same priest uh, at almost every mass. You know his pace, you know. Yep, yep. And you're able to follow him a little better. If uh, if a different priest says the mass one week, uh, he's right. three ahead of me. You know. Well, I, I I do think it should be incorporated more so that people have the option. And I what I don't understand is the present pope's antagonism to it. I don't understand why be antagonist. I can understand why yeah. you you want the other as the main offering in vernacular but to have this as an exception for people is wonderful but but thank you thank you very very much and, th- and thank you for allison she's quite a she's quite a person yeah quite she a is. person she is and she appreciates you uh more well than it's can... mutual maria and i love her joe right. in israel today we got to talk to israel the uh the truth and the love shall set us free from the sea of galilee you are um, you are speaking the truth for sure, absolutely. I, I'll keep it light today. First of all, Merry Christmas and Mr. Mayor. And Happy Hanukkah, you and Maria. For taking I think, I think last night you. was the last the last night of Hanukkah, wasn't it? No, tonight is tonight. The eighth, tonight, the eighth oh, tonight. Rabbi Patastic misled me. You know, he was at mass <laughs> with me last night. I keep I keep telling him he keeps doing that. People are going to start going to confession to him. <laughs> that, that's so beautiful when i go i sit politely in the back of course i don't take communion but i i enjoy the intellectual uh yeah, you should and I, mean, I, I enjoy going to jewish uh, services and i read it i i you know i read the english trend i don't understand hebrew but i just read the english translation and uh and, and you, gosh you can get you can get a lot of it just from the ceremony how so? How are things? How are things? Uh, uh, anything different yet? Uh, I mean, BB hasn't really taken over, has he? No, no not yet. I, you know, it, it went back. It seemed like a few days ago he had about ten minutes to go before um, the time would run out, and there were some last-minute negotiations. But I think tomorrow we'll hear some news. Yep. But I, I want to talk about the weather here because there's something very, you know, where Jesus gathered the apostles on the Sea of Galilee. First of all, it's cold water, and I when, when I have the stress builds up, I jump in there every day. There's hot springs that go into that water right near where the apostles gathered. Ah. 
And for the coming year, and I'm changing the subject on you, sorry, but I really, for those listeners that are listening, please read Matthew uh, chapter 5, where he speaks about before you bring your gift to the altar, go and make peace with your brother or sister. And also, please, because of what's going on in our country, the hypocrisy verses, where Jesus speaks about before we take the twig out of uh, our neighbor's eye, we should look into ourselves. Uh, I just really pray for our Congress that they can read these verses um, every day uh, on Christmas, the Matthew and uh, the hypocrisy verses. Um, and we'll talk about politics uh, Matthew as the week goes five. on. Matthew 5. Okay. I'm going to read it. I'm going to read Matthew, it for sure. Yeah. Maybe we'll discuss it tomorrow, but I, I'll, we'll keep it there. I, I will make no sarcastic remark about it. I promise. And uh, happy Hanukkah God and bless. Merry Christmas. God bless you. God bless. You're a good man, Joel. And let's go to uh, Johnny in Queens. Happy, uh, Merry Christmas, uh, Mayor, Mr. Mayor. How are you? And Thank you, Johnny. Happy, your listeners. Yes. yes. I'm the gentleman that called a few days ago. I discussed my book that got published. Yes. And all that happened to you with um, with your situation. Um, I'm going to ask a question that's a little out there, but based on what I've been witnessing, uh, I got to ask this. Um is, has the government declared war on the American people? I mean, and I asked. Yeah, that because, I, 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 I mean, I, I, I want you to elaborate a little because I could say a lot about that, but I'd like you to. I will. I'd like I'll you elaborate to, in detail. I, I, I mean, the, you, you, the answer is, I believe it has, but I want to hear what what, what you what, what you think. Well, first of all, this outrageous thing that they just passed, which is totally uh, uh, against the concept of the way they usually conduct these type of things, uh, forces, forcing this thing at the last minute when nobody can read what's going in it. And when you finally get an idea of the specifics within this bill, it's, it, it's just outrageous considering the debt that this country is in. It's the debt of this country that's going to bring its downfall. And second of all, uh, this, 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 this insanity at the border. Where, like, take, for instance, the state of Arizona blocking uh, uh, these cargo things as a, as a type of fence to keep them from coming in. And now this guy Garland files a lawsuit against the city of Arizona for protecting. Yeah, Gar- Garland, you, you, think, you think Garland's a communist? I don't know. I think Garland's doing the work of the Antichrist. I don't know what's going on with this no, guy. I, think I, he, mean, I mean, I think, first of all, he's got, a, he's got a son-in-law that runs one of those, you know, try to— Get kids all confused about their sex organizations, and exactly. and which and, which which really which really was never raised and and explored when he decided that parents who complain about it are terrorists. I mean, this, this could be a really bad guy. It's insane what he's doing, and he's sending out his the the FBI. He's he's considering them as if they're the Waffen SS and sending them out as goon squads. I mean, to send them to a house where a gentleman over a year prior had a misdemeanor shoving charge dismissed in a court of law, and yet he sends the FBI loaded with, like, AK-47s, it looked like, to a house to bring this guy in. I, I mean, this— No, no, no. I mean, he gets away with—he gets he gets away with probably the worst violations of the Constitution of any American uh, attorney general because the press is a suck-up uh, press. But, I mean, it's really disgraceful. The guy—I mean, I can't imagine they thought about it for the Supreme Court— I mean, the the guy half the things he half the things he does he should get disbarred for. I mean, he, he breaks into breaks into lawyers' offices, uh, uh, threatens parents with terrorism. I mean, this is this is ridiculous. He's got he's got he's got one hell of a conflict with the son 
with the son, you know, uh, you know, trying to get five-year-olds to question whether they're boys or girls and makes, and makes, and makes money on it. You know, I, you were mentioning about this bill. Rand Paul did a good job, and he, he called it his Festivus report. He's borrowing from, you know, Seinfeld. Uh, they they used to have a um, they used to have a festivist they used to have a festivist celebration at Christmas time to sort of to sort of deal in a humorous way with the 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 the, the, the coming together of Christmas and and uh, Hanukkah and Kwanzaa and the father used to call it Festus so Festivus so here, here's a couple of things he came up with I mean there's some really Ridiculous things there. First of all, there's the three million dollar uh, uh, Mrs. Obama walk in Georgia, and then there's the hip hop right. museum in the South Bronx. I'm sure I'm sure the South Bronx would be filled with hip hop people uh, that show up there, and you know don't mind the fact that uh, <laughs> if somebody beats the living daylights out of you, you better get out of town quickly because they're, they're going to be back there before you can get out of town because Bragg or somebody's going to let you out. Uh, and Adams isn't going to do a damn thing about it except, you know, go to go to a, uh, a club at night. Then there's a th- there's a three million for a Manhatt- Mahatma Gandhi Museum in Houston, one hundred and ninety two thousand five hundred ninety two dollars for a Starbucks. Uh, oh, oh, espresso machines in the Pentagon. That's really important. Uh, they're giving they're giving uh, millions and millions and millions for border security. That's good. Except they made a mistake. The border security is for Egypt, uh, Jordan, not the U.S. I mean, what? 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 what are, these people are crazy. Nine million for a park in Houston, Austin, Texas, can be used for yoga and concerts. Ah, 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 ah. And as uh, uh, this is Rand Paul's analysis, there are, there are others. That have been done also. I, uh, but I mean, the reality is, this is a four thousand page bill, costing us one point seven a trillion. It wasn't given to the members until something like thirty two hours before they had a vote on it, up or down, yes or no. Your military doesn't get funded if you don't vote on it. Now that's a that, that's a, that's the mafia. That's the way the mafia does business with the underlings who have nothing to say about anything. And here's the worst part, that these people, the representatives of us, go along with it. They go, would you take this kind of con- – you, you were elected. She's not your boss. Pelosi's not your boss just because she's the speaker. She didn't get elected by the people to anything special. Your party elected her to something special. She has no special powers. Yeah, I mean, and, boy, and she's been taking money a lot more than any of you with her husband. I mean, she, inside information's a joke to them. A joke. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, we got this information. Let's see if we make a couple million. Ha, 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 ha. Sucker people. <laughs> yeah, let me, let, me, let, me, let, me pray for, let me pray for Jesus while I put a little more money. I'll pray to Jesus for Trump while I put a little more money in my pocket. Hey, hubby, how'd you... How'd you do in, sh- in shaking them down in the Middle East? <laughs> I did really well. Cash or, or, or wire? Yeah. And they were smart enough uh, not to take, uh, not to take uh, cyber, cyber currency. And look at this guy with this weird name, Bankman 
freeloader, what I don't know, Bank Bankman Freed Freed Bankman Freed, I think it is, right? Already his two top people have ratted on him, which gives you an idea of the kind of loyalty he inspired. I mean, it used to take me a little while to get people to turn. I had to do a little negotiating. These people, I mean, the girlfriend gave him up like ba-boom. He mustn't be too much if the girlfriend gave him up that quickly. And, the, uh, and, and his partner, wow, they were giving him up before the FBI even arrived. I used to have to do a little work on him, you know, a little, a little threatening, a little, you're going to go to jail. I mean, they started in. No, I don't. I, yeah, let me just tell you about him. He's a real creep. Now, remember, but please remember, because the press is keeping this from you. This is a little unusual. A lot of poor people were robbed here, more than the usual. This is Milken, Bosky, uh, bigger in terms of the impact on the economy. Yes, 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 yes. But they basically were hitting multi-millionaires and billionaires with junk bonds and stuff like that. Hurt our economy, yes, but it didn't take money from little old ladies. This is much more in the little old lady category. And who are they taking the money for? The crooked Democrats. Where did the money go? He donated it to the Democrat Party so he could be a big shot. When they like to say he was very philanthropic, he was very philanthropic to Nancy Pelosi, Maxine Ward. That's philanthropy? These people are millionaires. You, you know Maxine Waters has become a millionaire over politics? And you know how you can see all her talent, right? When she speaks, you realize that she's extraordinarily talented. You just can't figure out what she's talented at. I know, because you're not as smart as she is. Yeah, or she, you know, like, she, she's allowed, she is allowed to actually incite riots. She's allowed to do it. Uh, Trump's people, they prosecute for it when they don't do it. Like when Trump says you should go peacefully and patriotically, they tried to uh, in, try to indict him for inciting a riot. When she says, let's you know, burn the place down, she's just you know, talking metaphorically. Just metaphorically. That's all. When she goes uh, in the middle of the, of the uh, uh, jury negotiations in a very, very sensitive trial and says, we've got to really make our point if this doesn't go the right way. We've got to really make it. This is a city they burned down. We're going to burn it down three more times. But it's okay. It's okay. It's it's uh, Maxine, and you know nobody inquires how Maxine's husband made a fortune, or how Pelosi's husband made a fortune, or how the crook in the White House sold out his office for thirty to thirty-five years. Which, when I go home today, in my little nice room that used to be a music room at one time in my very old apartment, there it is, all the evidence that I gathered. I'm very proud of it because I can say one thing now that we're doing It's a Wonderful Life and going back, et cetera. I'm going to tell you this 100%. You wouldn't know about about Joe Biden's criminality if it wasn't for me. You wouldn't know about it. (laughs) I don't know when you would have found out about the hard drive. It took me everything I could do to get it out and finally get the Post to do it. The Wall Street Journal wouldn't do it. Nobody else would. And what happened to the Post when they did it? The oldest newspaper in America got banned. And what happened to me? <laughs> Basically, bringing out Biden's criminality has cost me my law practice and and millions of bucks. That's okay. That's okay. 
I got the satisfaction of looking in the mirror and saying, if it wasn't for me, this guy would have gotten away with being the most crooked president of the United States, and nobody would have known it because the press would have hidden it. And maybe, just maybe, although we couldn't prevent him the first time around, we can stop him from becoming president again so he doesn't continue to kill so many people because his incompetence and crookedness is the cause of additional death that didn't have to happen. And I know it's Christmas Day, but life and death on Christmas Day has to be mentioned. Well, we'll be back in just two minutes with our final segment. Talk Radio 77 WABC. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria. Guarding against misinformation. Fake news. And it doesn't seem to be making a difference. Now, with Dr. Maria, here's Rudy Giuliani. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. Now, come on, come on, come on, come on. Aren't you so you what you can do? This is what a beautiful, beautiful feast. And folks, it's not, um, it's not at all sacrilegious or to focus on the on the other parts of Christmas that make it a beautiful time of the year, so long as you remember where it all, com- where it all comes from, why, why it is this special time of year, because God, God took on humanity, became humanity to save us, save us from our sins and show us how to lead a good life. And you can follow that whether you're a Christian or you're not. I mean, Jesus... Uh, Jesus to me and to, to millions and millions around the world is God, but to others he should be a, a, a very very um, influential prophet and influential ethical teacher. And uh, if he were and he were followed, and don't don't give me this oh, you know there are a lot of bad Christians and well there are a lot of bad Christians there are a lot of bad Muslims there are a lot of bad Buddhists there are a lot of bad People, a lot of good ones too. And who knows if we would have those good ones if it weren't for great, great leaders like Jesus, and in his case, uh, being being the Son of God. So let's um, let's go to Gino G I Gino Jack. Rudy, it's G I Gino Jersey Jack back in Hackensack. Just the facts, Jack. Joe, Joe Friday. Okay. First of all, Buon Natale. Buon Natale. Grazie. Felice Buon Nuovo Anno. Nostro Dio Gesù Cristo. Salute le e tua familia. Ora e sempre. To you and to the lovely Dr. Beautiful, Maria Beautiful, beautiful. Very nicely done, Gino Jack. Uh, Rudy, I taught basic Italian conversational language in America's Marines to our um, uh, NATO troops. American you do. NATO- but you speak a pure Italian. You don't have a you don't have a dialectical Italian. It's quite beautiful. And uh, from the New York City public system, 
New York City public school system before it was destroyed. Did you call it the public or the puppet school system? I couldn't tell. <laughs> puppet of, the puppet of the, of the liberal Democrat morons. Yeah, the communists. But anyway, and I taught a basic Italian conversational language to American and NATO troops so they could interact with one of our best allies. Italy has stood by us. Korean War, World yes, War One, yes, Korean yes, yes. War, and in and over in Afghanistan and Iraq, that Desert Shield did the storm where I was, and also in uh, Beirut, Lebanon. Rudy, the New York State Legislature. I'm going to keep it light because it is a birthday, Leo Campleano de Jesu Cristo, Cristo Jesse, Filio Dio, the birthday of uh, of Christ Jesus, the only Son of God, our Lord and Savior. But the New York State legislation, led by creep cousins, mm. should be ashamed of themselves. Only one Republican uh, publicly denounced. They're giving themselves, I mean, only one politician did. He's Republican. Borrello, 29% salary while, uh, increase while people are out in the elements. Rudy, there are American veterans and families out in the elements. You have to be done on a day like today. I mean, I, I, when I came home from midnight mass last night, I took a little ride around to see. I, I, luckily, I didn't see any homeless people in the in the little ride that I took because Andrew and I were going to call. And um, but you know, these were the nights when I'd have my police, I'd have my social services, I have them out looking for people. Uh, you, you know, the, the the cities that have homeless people have mayors who hate people because if you're a person of conscience, you can't allow people to live on the street without intervening. Right? Like you wouldn't do for your brother. I never got homelessness from the day in which the liberals invented it. And uh, it should be you, – you can stop homelessness. I did. All you need to do is exercise some common sense, decency, and work hard. And, and instead of going to clubs at night, going around looking for home, homeless people. But uh, maybe that's what our thought should be because I think if we wanted to – capture the spirit of Christmas in a closing thought, we, we might uh, think about doing a better job for our homeless people because those are the ones Jesus would judge us by. And, uh, and God, you know, the least of my brethren. And by that, I don't mean going up and giving them a quarter or a dollar or five dollars or letting them sleep. I mean going in and helping them, helping them finding out where they have to be treated, what they have to be treated for, not encouraging them to die on the streets or kill each other on the streets. Somewhere around 40% of them are paranoid schizophrenics. You're not going to help them by giving them a $10 bill. You're going to help them by doing something harder, spending an hour or so trying to help the police and the social service people to get them to a proper evaluation and into a situation where they can get the medicines they need and the help that they need. Uh, this is why these liberals are such liars. They don't do anything for them except, you know, pack them up.